Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi there. So Howard Davis, chair of the NatWest Group, has said in an interview that buying a house in the UK is not that difficult. Can you believe that? This is a guy on £760,000 a year, a kind of career chairman of the board of this and career civil servant consultant, probably never run a business or or had to struggle in his life, is now lecturing to people that you, you've always had to save and you should just save money and you can buy this property. And this comes amidst uh, record rents in the UK and, and generation rent struggling to save money amongst amidst record rents, cost of living crisis, uh, you, you name it, electricity, gas bills, uh, 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 huge amounts of money going out in just that uh, and high interest rates and the banking industry, of which he's part of the elite, you know, uh, restricting lending. And and, and so you know, I just cannot believe this, uh, what, what he said. He's caused outrage, uh, particularly amongst generation rent and and uh, by a guy you might may have heard of, Nigel Farage, who was debanked uh, last year by Coots Bank, which is owned by NatWest. Uh, and 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 they said it was uh, they didn't give a reason at the start, but he went public with it amongst uh, unlike many other uh, you know hundreds of other people have been debanked by the, by the banking system, and and it turned out well, according to him it's because of his political views, but then the 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 CEO of the bank a lady I can't remember her name at the moment she uh, was forced to resign after she revealed to a journalist that Nigel didn't have the required million pounds balance in his, his bank account. That's why he was debanked. Well, that's a, a, a break in the law. It's a, a, a breach of data protection. Uh, she got fired, but she was given a multi-million pound uh, golden handshake uh, and that went public. And I think they withdrew that as well. They took it back. But you know, these sorts of people jump from job to job to job. It's like a, an old boy network, if you like. Um, you know, failed civil servants, failed Quango heads go from another job and they, they, they land up with another multi-million pound job. All of them earning far more than, than the prime minister. And, and people have commented today that this guy must live on a different planet. And, and I have to agree. I'm not one for criticising business people, but he is part of the banking elite. Uh, and he doesn't seem to, he seems to have lost touch with reality if he ever had touch with reality. A lot of people say ministers and MPs are not in touch with reality. But I don't agree with that because they have constituencies and constituents and they see these people on a regular basis at, at uh, their surgeries. They're dealing with everyday problems as well as the the high office ministerial type of problems and, and voting in parliament and that sort of thing. But some of these people who are running Quangos and NHS trusts and university chiefs on half a million a year and more, um, you know, they are, I think, detached from reality and they don't understand, you know, the average person's problem and what people have been going through over the last couple of years. So that's my little rant for the day. Uh, there is some good news around. Uh, interest rates are coming down. Average uh, two-year mortgage deals, according to Money Facts, 5.83. Five-year deal, 5.43. But we know that we've seen some sub-five uh, fixed-rate deals out there. So that's good news. Um, average house prices, uh, according to the Halifax, have risen last year by 1.7% and by 1.1% in December. 
so, so that's good news. Uh, but it's only their figures, by the way. It doesn't include other lenders' figures, obviously, although they are the biggest lender in the country. But it will not include buy-to-let deals and cash buys, obviously. Uh, but it's still good figures. Uh, Bank of England say that the uh, number of mortgage approvals rose slightly in November. And organisations like Zoopla and Right Move have said that, you know, more people are putting their property on the market and activity is increasing. But my own uh, anecdotal evidence is that some people have had their properties on the market for up to two years and hardly got any buyer inquiries despite reducing the price. One guy I know is trying to downsize from a property up near the Warner Brothers studios in, in the Leaves and Watford area. Can't sell it two years. And he's been trying to, to buy it. And yet the property he's buying is still open because they can't sell it either. Uh, so, um, and, and I've, I've known other people having properties on the market, barely getting an inquiry. So that's my own evidence. And, and you know, average figures, you know, include parts of the country which may be booming, but there are a lot of parts of the country that, that are suffering. And of course, rents are at record highs uh, because of the shortage of properties. We've got, you know, quite high immigration figures. Over a million people come to the UK last year. Net migration two years ago was 750,000, 600,000 last year. Well, that's net, net figure after the, the so-called people have gone home, um, net well over a million in the last couple of years. So where are those people living? Uh, and, 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 you know, the councils and governments are not building enough of social housing, real sort of social housing. They haven't done so since the 1970s. Uh, so there is a, there is a, there's a tax cut coming in the UK. National insurance will drop very soon from 12 to 10 percent. Um, the chancellor, I saw his uh, good news, you know, good, good news, something to celebrate, he said. But, you know, all right. So they've got people get a tax cut of a few hundred pounds a year, but their cost of living has, has gone up enormously. So I don't think many people will be celebrating this year. So uh, let, let, let's see. But I, I think most people are still suffering and of course, we've got January coming in now where people are starting to realise that the amount of money they spent on their credit cards at Christmas has to be paid back. So this is the time of year when people have the least amount of money uh, to spend traditionally. Uh, now, of course, earnings and cash savings have been falling behind asset prices for years, for decades, for hundreds of years. And these include assets like stocks and shares, gold and silver, property. And I want to put something up on screen. I know you can't see this if you're listening on um on on spotify or itunes but i'm going to put a graph up and you can see this on if you look on my youtube channel charles kelly money tips podcast or on my website moneytipsdaily.com but you know asset prices have been falling way behind uh property for, for a number of years and i've got a little graph here asset house prices since 2000 have risen by 240 percent earnings in the uk have only risen by 112 percent so, I mean, since 2000, that's 25 years nearly, uh, earnings prices have, have risen 100%. So that's pretty bad, isn't it? And, you know, if you think about uh, cash and, and what you could do with cash, say, in, in the year 2000, if you, like me, you can go back even longer, you think about what, say, £10 would buy, having a £10 note in your pocket or, or, or £20 note in your pocket, it would, you know, where would it go in, in those days compared to now? Even if you're young and you think, what you could do with twenty pounds, you know, twenty years ago or or in two thousand, compared to what it buys now, of course, it's nothing because it, inflation is eating away at your capital, it's eating away at your savings, uh, especially if you've got it in in bank deposits and 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 or in cash, God forbid, you know. Whereas things like gold, silver, 
uh, assets. If you've got your money invested in, in say, a tracker fund in the stock market, um, you could see quite good average returns on, say, the S&P 500 uh, over the last 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, and you could see very good returns if you've had your money in property, uh, but not if you've had your money in a bank and you're trying to save for a deposit because the price of the house is going up faster than you can save. And, and that's the reality. So if people have, you know, I, I met people who dithered around for three, four, five years looking for the right property and were always a bit fussy. And, and then they found that, you know, prices were running ahead of them and, and they had to then settle for maybe a two bedroom house instead of a three bedroom house or a flat instead of a house. I've seen a lot of that because, you know, you just can't keep pace with with um, with with the rising costs. Now, having said that, I think asset prices will come down in 2024, particularly property and, and stocks and shares. Gold, I don't know. Gold could uh, go up in, 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 in economic uh, turmoil. It usually does. Uh, and it usually does as, as interest rates are right. certainly has been over the last couple of months. And in the next week or so, I'm going to have a gold expert come on and talk to us about uh, the history of gold, the prospects for gold and silver and precious metals over the, over the next few years. No one can predict things for certain, but I, I would certainly rather have my money in assets like precious metals and, and the stock market and property rather than having it in cash uh, and, and uh, in, in, in the bank sort of thing. Now, another thing to watch out for is that uh, a shadow bank in China has filed for bankruptcy. This is a 64 uh, billion pound bankruptcy. And and it, it might sound insignificant, you know, what, what's one bank in China amongst hundreds of them? But this is the shadow banking system. And shadow banks are the banks that operate outside of the regulated banking industry and have fueled a property boom in China. In China, property accounts for a third of its uh, GDP. So it's quite big. And, and we've had companies like Evergrande and other major property developers fall into trouble in the last couple of years. They haven't gone bust yet. But, you know, we're, we're seeing a bit, some cracks appearing in, in the Chinese economy. Uh, there was a documentary I was listening to the other day where it said that a lot of students who've, who've graduated were told by their parents, study hard work and you'll get a good job. And that's what are unable to get good jobs. And they're now doing manual types of uh, jobs that you know, uh, are not uh, uh, congruent with the, with, the, with the degrees that they've got, sometimes master's degrees, and, and you know, they're working in, in fast food and, and so on, uh, which they could have done without the degree. Uh, so th there's some cracks appearing in the Chinese economy. China, China's economy is the second largest in the world. And, you know, I, I think we could see some, some trouble ahead there in, in China. So I, I guess that's all I wanted to say for now. I hope this, this year is a good year for you. There'll be opportunities uh, whether whether you're in uh, as an investor, a stock market investor, a property investor, you know, falling prices always lead to to opportunities. So, so do watch out for that and just be ready for these things. You know, be ready for these things. Try and pay off your consumer debt. If you can get rid of that and always have three to six months of savings in the bank so that you're covered if there are problems, if you if you do lose your, your job and, and that sort of thing. Of course, we hear figures in America that the job market is, is strong and there's more jobs being created. But are these real jobs? I mean, if someone is fired from a bank and the banks and lenders in, in America have, 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 have made huge redundancies in the last year, as are some of the tech companies. So are they going to get the same jobs as they got? No, they're probably going to be flipping burgers. And, and yet yeah, there'll be these new jobs created at lower pay. But it, it's not the same. It's not, you know, the, the figures can distort the real 
uh, facts going on in, in the economy. So I, I would watch out for that. Another thing to mention is that Eurozone inflation rose, as did German inflation. So inflation is not going away. You've, you've got to, to get to grips with you know, how you invest your money for the long term. And that's why I run free webinars, uh, uh, usually on a Wednesday night, talking about how you can you know, grow your money, become financially free and get to, to grips with your, your finance, get, immediately get control of your, of your finances. So thanks very much for listening. Uh, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. I, I will see you again in the next podcast. Thanks very much for listening. I do appreciate your, your likes, your shares and your comments. Even if you don't agree with me, do make a comment. Thanks very much. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 